Okay, hello, welcome to the second episode of Curiosity Verified. Today I'm joined with my friend Reina. Um, we basically met in college in our first year, and um, we have we've been happily married. We have three children. We weren't supposed to talk about that publicly, <laughs> Reina. But basically, over these three years, we always have conversations where we go, "Oh my God, we should start a podcast." But we never actually did it. There and was then Anushka went ahead and made a podcast <laughs> without me. <laughs> yeah, and in fact, um, we had this subject where we had to do a podcast episode, and we sat down together, and for like the first seven, eight minutes, as soon as we hit record, we'd start laughing, and that's just our tendency. So if we laugh throughout this, just you know, go with it. Um, but yeah, welcome, Reena. Thank Good you. to have you here. Thank you um, very much. Anyway, before Reina begins introducing herself, uh, the reason I got her on for this is um, she, very interestingly to me, uh, Reina was actually homeschooled. Um, and, you know, what was more interesting to me is that she's not some homeschooled freak. She's she's a normal person, you know, they walk among us, they're just like us. But I thought it would be nice to maybe uh, have her on for an episode, talk about it, you know, get a bit in, more insight into how it exactly works and also how it how it's like in India. So yeah, Reena, please take it away. Hi, I am so excited to be on Curiosity Verified. I'm not holding a gun to her head, by the way, just saying. <laughs> I know it sounds like that, no? Uh, no, yeah, so I am Reena. I am 22 years old. I have been homeschooled. I'm from Bombay. Uh, lived a chunk of my life in Hyderabad as well and yeah I'm, I've, I'm pretty passionate about the idea of homeschooling actually but I don't talk about it all that much because like Anushka said before it's seen through not so rosy of a filter because like there are some homeschooled freaks around as well <laughs> so yeah I'm actually excited to talk about it and clear up some uh, misconceptions that might be there and just like Mm-hmm. educate people about it <laughs> yeah that's great so maybe to get started um, why don't you tell us a little more about your parents and why they decided homeschooling was the correct way for you and your sister okay so my parents uh, they they had a love marriage um, <laughs> as is at, at the time which was not all that common uh, yeah they met at work and they sort of after seeing each other for a while they got married and after getting married they kind of when I think after yeah after my sister was born they uh, saw someone I think in our locality uh, whose kid committed suicide because they were really scared about uh, their marks and this kid was really young I think the kid was like maybe in the fourth grade or something like that which is really young to be committing suicide and all of that so they were really irked by that and I think my sister had just done one year of school, one year of nursery by then and she was also having a little bit of trouble with one of the teachers in the school mm-hmm. um, and this was kind of like a smaller school with like which she had helped set up and a friend of hers was teaching there and this is like as you know community and as local as it gets and yeah. still it wasn't working out as she envisioned and she felt so protective and she felt so responsible for the way my sister at the time was like brought up. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of realized that she couldn't, um, she couldn't send her to regular school and she wanted to pull her out and homeschool. And so my sister was homeschooled from uh, after doing one year of nursery and I was homeschooled ever since the beginning. 
Okay. And yeah, and my my dad kind of agreed with her, and they spent some time, you know, thinking about it, praying about it also at the time because mm-hmm. uh, Christianity was also like a large influence in them making the decision. Um, and yeah, so they eventually decided to pull the plug on that school life, and yeah, went for it. And you have mentioned before how you did homeschooling up till tenth grade, mm. and then in your plus two you went to a junior college, yeah, right? Yeah. So um, we'll get to that a bit later okay. about differences, maybe. But uh, so can you tell us what an average day looked like in your life while you were being homeschooled? Mm. I was just talking about this yesterday actually with someone. So for us. in the earlier years say till maybe like 5th or 6th grade no not 5th or 6th grade maybe like till 4th grade or something where you know it's not that intense you don't have that much of like that much content to like learn and you know study and all of that we had a very chill schedule we my mom made it a point to make sure that we only did like book school work in the mornings because she didn't want our school experience to or our home school experience to be very booky um and that like one of the reasons why she didn't to make the decision in the first place itself um so we just do our like textbook studying in the morning and our textbooks were a mix of icse and cbse and mm-hmm. the criteria with which they picked the books was based on how appealing it made the subject look okay so things which we had which had like too many question and answers or too many problems and less pictures and all of that they kind of refrain from using okay and the books that made the subject look more appealing and according to them that would like incite more interest in us were the books that they chose okay so yeah so we did book studying from then and then after that in the earlier years we were just left to play so that would encompass like playing with our toys or uh painting or going down to play uh yeah whatever we kind of wanted to do mm-hmm. so because of that um i spent a lot of time doing music doing a lot of uh, spent a lot of time uh doing art and painting and drawing and trying to like build skills in that area as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and a lot of time reading. I read a lot quite. And my sister read a lot more than I did, but mm. yeah, we both read quite a bit. Yeah. Which I think was a lot more common actually for that generation, for our generation. Probably. Yeah. Because that was more of, like more common of a pastime. Mhm. And so you said that was a way for your parents to decide you know what kind of textbook studying you do but mm. did your mom have like any other kind of reference on how to set your course plan did she plan for like a year ahead or maybe months or how did the you know like the structure of how you studied what you studied kind of work for mm. so to this day she's going to say that she just took it year by year like she didn't have a very very long plan mm. like she didn't plan very ahead of um like if you asked her when we were in the 4th grade what we were going to do in the 6th grade she had no idea hmm. but around the time of the grade change according to like regular schools she would uh she, she had this resource this internet based resource that kind of talked about what each uh in each subject what a normal school going child <laughs> would mm-hmm. should know at the end of an academic year yeah. and this was by international standards i don't think there was an indian centric standard so she kind of had like these check boxes as to like vaguely approximately where we should be in various subjects mm-hmm. but also the point of her doing this was that was to not have too much of a plan okay. because she also wanted to let us kind of explore and understand what our strengths were and what our weaknesses were and 
with the weaknesses spend more time in developing an understanding mm-hmm. rather than just like checking off the list and making yeah. sure that we were done with our exams and stuff like that yeah so both my sister and i were a little slow with math so we mm-hmm. went slower with math and there were times where we were probably like a grade ahead in other subjects but a grade behind in math mm-hmm. but her ultimate vision was that as long as we're caught up by the age of by the time we're ready to give our 10th exams the pace at which we go with various things is not okay. important okay so yeah so it was kind of like a very large scale large uh like a long term long term <laughs> yeah big picture goal yeah was that we are caught up by the time we're 10th but she didn't have a like a specific year by year structure yeah. like a five year plan or yeah no like no five year plan no six year yeah, plan yeah. nothing like that just where, vaguely where we should be by the end of each year Okay. and she would like refresh her understanding every year like she'd look up more resources and all of that every okay. year in planning for that year and with your exams every year is there like some kind of certification that uh, or like a body that gives a certificate to kind of legitimize it or like how does that work no not really <laughs> yeah so we actually don't have any certificates up until our 10th okay but because and like i understand that this would seem probably really weird to someone who has not gone to school like not having any proof that you've learned everything up to mm-hmm. 10 but her whole intent was we're not doing it so that we show people we're doing it so you have an understanding of something yeah. right okay so uh we did do tests which they would set for us but and a lot of my friends at the time would be like oh that must be so easy your own parents are setting a test and yeah. i was like no it's tougher because they need to make sure we actually know yeah. all of and this like and it's more personal like it's a lot more personal yeah. they know exactly what our progress is also so we mm. can't there's no way around it you have to know yeah, the things yeah. also so um yeah so we did have tests every year and actually twice a year like half yearly and yearly tests to make sure that we knew whatever she intended for us to kind of know. yeah and this is like way earlier okay i'm talking about like maybe first to fifth standard yeah um and yeah so we kind of gauged they kind of gauged our progress based on those tests hmm. um 7th 8th 9th if i'm not mistaken because we were planning to do igcse which is hmm. international gcses um they have their own standards their own metrics sort of hmm. as to what each kid should know so that was all through their website called bitesize okay so we kind of switched to that for, for like to um prepare ourselves for the for that curriculum and giving okay. that exam so that was 7th 8th 9th hmm. but before that it was just um yeah tests monitoring progress and just like learning as intensively yeah. as possible in okay. intensively meaning in quality not in terms of quantity okay. so we'd still be studying only like maybe 3 hours or 4 hours a day maximum hmm. Hmm. um and that's if we got like lazy or procrastinate and didn't finish our work in yeah. time but yeah okay yeah and yeah we kind of touched upon this how you said uh, your friends would be like oh it's easier mm-hmm. but so do you uh, what kind of did you have any like challenges or something that was a bit harder for you as you saw as compared to like a traditional schooling system um i think maybe because my mom knew us so well she would know exactly when we were doing natak and when we were not mm. so we couldn't get away with a lot 
you know like if there were days that like i remember this one time both my sister and i used to cry about math okay but mm. she a little more mm. <laughs> there was this one time where she was insisting that she was not understanding something yeah and my mom was just like no you're choosing not to understand and yeah, it was just because yeah. we wanted to absolve ourselves from actually doing it yeah, like yeah. maybe like in a kid brain it's like oh if i if i really don't understand there's nothing she can do yeah, about yeah. it but she knew that was not an option and then she used to like really she was very strict at the time also because she was so well aware of our um like what was our when we were being finicky and when we were not and that can get a little bit um i don't know overwhelming not overwhelming it can get a little bit too intense hmm but she did try and like her level best not to make it too intense also yeah. it's just that we couldn't get away with a lot so yeah. we had to be like we didn't have a choice we had to be honest you know we couldn't lie and get away with things that much yeah okay one thing is that i want to ask is um was there some kind of like you My know son. teacher mom divide oh. like you know like <laughs> now this is a uh, mom mom and no. now this is mom mom like I mean I assume that probably isn't but did you ever feel that I think my mom was in teacher mode all the time <laughs> cuz she was always like teaching us things like everything yeah. was an object lesson and everything was like a little anecdote or you know something yeah, like yeah. that but I will say that because we had that relationship of like you know we had we had no choice but to like talk a lot hmm. even if i didn't want to like share things with her or something we'd still have to talk a lot because of like you know yeah that everyday routine hmm. that i feel like i've learned a lot from her outside of the like the homeschool context hmm like when she was making rotis in the night and i was sitting on the platform and we were talking we used to talk so much like even as a kid i feel like i used to talk to her so much mm. and i feel like that and also talking to a lot of her friends and like older people and not having that not being restricted to people my age to talk, as my primary yeah. uh, socializing source mm. i think that made a big difference in how i perceive the world as a child yeah because i feel like i was a little more adulty mm. than other kids okay and a lot of my like friends didn't understand that i would have friends who and i i, I couldn't really call them friends either because they were like friends of my parents but we had such a bantery relationship yeah so a lot of other kids didn't really get that and so when people were over like my mom's friends were visiting who were also kind of my friends my my school, my building friends would never understand that i also wanted to spend time with them and they'd be like Yeah. Why? Why do you want to just come down and play with us? Like, yeah, yeah. You don't have your by uncle auntie ke saath. Yeah, you know? yeah. So that was one thing. Um. Yeah, and also a lot of like building friends, art school friends, and all of uh, art class friends, and all of the those like friends of my age were very intrigued, and they I don't think they fully got it. Also, mm-hmm. it was just like oh, you get to chill all the time. Yeah, yeah. Or like. they didn't understand that a person who didn't go to school could be as well adjusted as they did okay so yeah and i'm putting i'm articulating it that way now because i understand hmm. but they just they didn't really get it okay is what i'd say 
in in the way of like that it's a lifestyle and you know yeah. how there are still similarities and, and how learning is not restricted to schooling yeah and oh another thing is that my parents also thought of travel to be a very um informative experience okay. like a very like a good learning experience hmm. so my sister and i didn't really like history that much but we did visit agra and we visited fatehpur sikri and all of that and my dad was a big history buff so we were kind of mm-hmm. like going along with it but their efforts to teach us in a non book situation i think really went a long way in our um giving credibility to non academic sources as a source yeah. of information and okay. learning and stuff like that mm-hmm. so yeah they did we did travel like quite a bit uh we got to also because we weren't restricted by like school schedules yeah. yeah but also they tried to make that as like as much of a learning experience mm-hmm. for us also yeah like something i've been thinking about in the past year or two is how learning is actually a very exciting concept mm-hmm. and i didn't really think of it that way when i was in school because learning always felt like even if you were interested even if i was interested in the subject it was something i had to do you know mm-hmm. to get marks and i would get stressed out because exams and things like that and i think it's very interesting you talking about how it was more of a lifestyle thing than a you know when i think of homeschooling i'm like oh how does it work okay what how do you have a schedule you know where do you have to go to a different room in the house to <laughs> study mm-hmm. and like do you uh, you know have to wake up and behave a certain way but i think now listening to this i'm kind of understanding that it's more a holistic approach mm. to raise your children in a way that they are learning i know it sounds a little corny but like learning through life yeah. you know yeah like very much so yeah yeah i think the travel thing is very interesting as well cuz i always saw travel as okay you know our holidays are coming up does my brother's mm. schedule work does mine work mm. will my dad get a break and then you know we go around quickly and travel everywhere i mean i'm not saying it's a bad thing mm-hmm. i obviously did enjoy traveling but it's very interesting to learn how i had a very clear divide between break summer break winter break and school mm. and i guess i mean i can't say how that turned out or not like cuz there was i haven't faced any other sort of reality but i think it's very interesting to see how everything incorporates in your life like mm. it's kind of a lifestyle um so you did mention this how like oh, and also on that point hmm. you you would probably agree that travel itself like teaches you so much right like yeah. even when your experience in the netherlands and all like there's so much of information that is actually readily available to, to you and you're exposed to it more when you travel like about culture yeah. about history about like other people's way of life and yeah. other ways of doing things and all yeah. of that so we couldn't afford to travel internationally of hmm. course but even within india Yeah. going to like north south east west understanding yeah. different parts of culture we had family also in various places yeah. how are they different to us what things do they do that are different to us and how there's you can have such an enriching experience by just being like aware and learning about everything around you like there's yeah. so much to everything right yeah. but and there's so much we don't know and like how mm-hmm. do you open yourself up to all of that information yeah and this is an attitude that my mom has had i think because she started homeschooling us and it's mm. it still carries on with her today and that's really made a difference with me also because even for me now even with things i don't like wouldn't necessarily automatically gravitate to like 
a boring assignment or something like that i still somehow get excited about it because it's giving me the opportunity to learn something yeah. i don't know about yeah and i can see that with some more people but i feel like like i know that this is the case with you also but i feel like it's because you're very intentional about it mm. right and you're intentional about like learning new things through yeah. whatever means you have available but i just feel like that was imbibed yeah in me from a young age because of my yeah mom. not having like a big divide between learning work and play. yeah Both exactly play is work and play is like educational in a sense yeah and education can be fun in yeah. a sense also yeah now going back a bit to how you said like you know your friends and your partner and stuff like that i am very interested to know how did your mom and how did you guys have this like normal or like balanced social interaction with other kids your age because i think um as kids i mostly imagine like you know you have a lot of school friends like you know when you were a kid and you spoke to an adult they'd be like who who are your best friends in school or you know <laughs> did you what did you guys do in school today mm. so how did that whole like um you know social environment cultivate or work in hand with your um, homeschooling experience okay this is actually a very common uh, concern that mm. people have about homeschooling and when i was a kid also like i have so many memories of people just randomly asking me what's your name which school do you go to and yeah. this would always be a really long conversation yeah, yeah. even random people at the bookstore and all um but yeah the first question that people would ask is how do you make friends and it is a legitimate question because a lot of homeschooled children tend to be a little um anti social not necessarily mm. anti social but like a little too comfortable with not interacting with people okay yeah um but yeah my so my parents always were very intentional about uh this so they would always make sure that they would choose societies to live in they would always make sure to choose societies that had like a lot of kids and like a play area and stuff like that to live in and that's okay. because we had that luxury but also uh i did a lot of extracurriculars uh did basketball lessons coaching did swimming coaching mm-hmm. did um, like in a community like that neighborhood club yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay and uh, so yeah there were like lots of kids there of course there were like the building kids there were art class kids and mm-hmm. or not to mention church church was like a big part of it because in hyderabad we were in a mega church but now is classified as a mega church what's a mega church a mega church is a church with a lot of people <laughs> yeah so even in, so because the church was so big like there was like sunday school and there was always activities to get involved in mm. and with church being the like the core of it there was a lot of other skill building that happened as well okay so like there was like you know there were like little dance teams and there were like um various activities and like festivals at the church and because it's a mm-hmm. mega church like people really get they had like a women's day and they had like a children's uh festival kind yeah, of thing yeah. a convention it was called yeah and so there were so many things to get involved with and we got to because i was kind of like inclined towards music i got to do a lot of music things related to church also mm-hmm. but like be part of the choir and like be part of the team on stage and stuff like yeah. that so that also went a long way in okay is building my musicianship as well as um just giving a platform for a lot of 
fun times and fun things and yeah. socialization also yeah. in that sense. Socializing with people. Yeah. Okay. So what prompted you guys to actually do your 11th and 12th grade in a formal institution? So I did and my sister chose not to. Okay. My sister wanted to complete it from home itself. Hmm. And I think I did because I just wanted... I always really liked experiencing new things ever since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was also a little, little more adventurous in comparison to my sister. Okay. So I wanted to just for the experience of it. And also I felt really passionately about homeschooling. And I was really convinced that I want to experience some kind of state board curriculum syllabus because I'd only heard about how bad it was. Okay. So I wanted to have that experience that in case I do anything about education in the future yeah i'll have this back <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah and i was very I, ambitious also as and was it horrible as you expected uh it was not actually wow. okay. yeah yeah um it wasn't horrible because i chilled a lot mm. and because of how chill and it okay it was horrible for someone who was looking to learn i'll say that okay because I was so surprised at the lack of motivation mm-hmm. that was there in the college that I was in, the junior college that I was in. Mm-hmm. I think also because it was a Catholic college and everyone okay. was just chilling. Okay. Um, or maybe that's just my college specifically mm-hmm. in Bombay. But yeah, so I was really surprised and I very early on decided that this is not going to be a source of knowledge or education, mm. but it's going to be a source of fun okay. and socializing. And okay. like, you know, that whole life. Yeah, that yeah. whole life. Yeah, like yeah. just getting used to that life. Mm-hmm. So for that, it was cool. And I had no trouble adjusting to it. Because okay. it was so easy also. Like I was really surprised that mm. the curriculum was so easy. It was like basic. Yeah. And I didn't feel threatened in any way and I didn't expect to either but like some people and like some friends parents were like oh will you you know adjust fine and this that it was completely okay I had no problems whatsoever I had a lot of fun Mm. but I wouldn't say that it was the most effective education I've had okay and so what what was the reason that your sister chose to continue with homeschooling I think she was just really comfortable and she didn't want to like shake things up for herself Yeah. And she was a lot more introverted at the time also. Hmm. So it was... It just um, fit her better. It just fit her better, yeah. And I and I think my parents were completely understanding of that because they wanted to make sure that through the whole home, homeschooling experience as well, that we didn't... We got to explore who we are as people yeah. and not necessarily have to fit any kind of system. Which now I feel is a lot more present in like commercial normal schools okay but at the time definitely wasn't okay but did have a very like wholesome and holistic experience with you know your homeschooling but uh do you see any holes in the system or have you seen it maybe go a little awry different from your experience that you can talk about um i think like i said before also it is easy to get too comfortable hmm. because I think while your approach to learning things is obviously different you do get 
used to being like in your house or like more comfortable in your you're not always presented with like challenges from a young age okay. challenges in the sense that that are like beyond your um you know it's not stressful it's not a stressful life at okay. all but i do think stress can be beneficial to an extent right yeah so when like when you have a really intense teacher for example yeah so that those kind of things are something that i've not dealt with from an early age at all hmm um some people are like traumatized from it but some people do come out like tougher okay. so i guess you'll never know where like what i would fight by like the system or like you know the people they were taught by or like no like say some teacher was like extra hard on them or like okay. you know there's a, so much of bias also that exists people feel like they're being hated or singled out or right. hit i can't i just can't imagine being hit by someone yeah. who's yeah. not my parents yeah yeah you know yeah it can be very de- it's so weird yeah Pe- school teachers hit children <laughs> that's not okay yeah no i mean i in my school we not it, it, it wasn't that much it was there but whenever it was like whenever i spoke to my mom about it whether it happened to me or you know somebody was like oh you know what happened today it was always this oh you don't know what it was like back in our day oh yeah <laughs> so i i think it's very interesting to note how uh in like a proper educational system how like the rigidity and like the daily routine and like the monotony kind of pens mm-hmm. up in the students and yeah. the teachers but yeah I mean, yeah that's so true so i think that's basically the broad topics that we wanted to discuss um I did ask you earlier do you have any like funny story related to this that no. came to mind it's okay if you don't <laughs> um there was this one time where this friend of mine really wanted to prove that her education was superior to me and she'd keep like asking me things do i know this or do i know that yeah yeah and i did know all of those things yeah like she asked me if i knew what like chlorophyll was and shit yeah, like that yeah yeah crazy shit yeah and then she randomly asked me she was like are you as advanced in math as i am okay. yeah yeah and i was already insecure about math cuz that like i mentioned yeah. like math is not a strong point of mine and she was like do you know what a square plus b square is and i was like what is a yeah, and she was like a? no what is a square plus b square and i was like she be ah, like is equal to c square i don't know and she was like it's equal it. to c square that's so and i was <laughs> and i was like okay and then I, i was really convinced for that because of how confidently she told it to me i was really convinced that i didn't know yeah. what she was talking about yeah yeah and then i went back and i asked my parents and I looked it up and they were like it depends on what a and b is like yeah, they're yeah. variables like yeah and i was like oh okay <laughs> So yeah. I, I felt like so it's like I was really almost, annoyed about it because I was made to mm, feel inferior yeah without actually being inferior in that particular situation yeah, yeah. And, and also being given like the opportunity to I don't know express how maybe I think maybe her intention was to see how different it is but it came from like the superiority complex where you didn't get to express how maybe it was different and just subjected to like but what about this but what about that yeah kind of and i think she also like i don't know i felt like at the time she got annoyed for me not proving myself 
yeah. like not responding to her with like at the same level yeah, yeah. probably yeah so yeah that was weird it kind of sticks yeah. out yeah but <laughs> if i were to say i've taken something from that interaction which i just mentioned mm-hmm. it would be that i'm not i i wouldn't i'd be the first person to admit if i don't know something yeah. and that's not a bad thing Definitely. like it's perfectly fine to not know something yeah. because there's so many kinds of knowledge and not yeah. everyone is as knowledgeable in all of those kinds of knowledge yeah and so like for anyone lis- still listening <laughs> there's so many conversations which anushka and i have when she's explaining some sciencey thing to me which i don't know shit about <laughs> but it's so fascinating to me because that to me that's just another like another another little feather on my cap that oh now yeah. i know about this yeah um no and it's, it's not and yeah. i know she's not doing it from a place of trying to prove it prove like her superior knowledge to me because i think she also will be the first person to admit when she doesn't know something yeah so i think that's quite that's no and it's so appropriate take away it's so appropriate that you say this cuz that's kind of the point of my podcast right to be like it's okay to not know like it's okay and i also find it like on one end i have to be conscious to be like you know it's easier to always like oh yeah anyway you know about that right to be like yeah of course i know <laughs> and instead to just stop and be like actually i don't i do bullshit Please, like that sometimes <laughs> yeah it's it's easy to do and we're not perfect but it's actually it's so much more satisfying to stop somebody and then ask them to explain it to you it can depend on the person as well but i also think it's important like i don't like it as well when i'm talking to people and i'll be like hey by the way this thing do you know it mm. and then they just go along with it and then like 2 minutes later i'll say something else and they'll be like wait what does that mean and i'm like wait you would have understood this if you knew the initial question that mm. i asked you like the initial concept so why didn't you just just tell me that you didn't know or yeah. would have explained it so i think being okay with not knowing and actually asking people or you know some people have a different method like some people would rather just like have that like keep a like mental note and look it up later mm-hmm. or whatever but yeah i mean just caring back to how learning is such a uniquely human experience and yeah um there's no one way of learning you can watch a vsauce video and actually learn a lot from that or you can have a conversation with someone and learn from you that you can have a breakup and learn a lot from that <laughs> yeah exactly like traveling and life experiences interacting with people mm. so and it just i really like i can talk about it as much as i want but i feel like if people have an experience that they they won't like do this for themselves definitely but i think if you have the attitude of i can learn from everything yeah. you will just be that much more enriched as a result of anything yeah it's actually that simple yeah yeah and i guess you know to kind of tie that up and apply it to this it you know it's not like there are homeschool freaks or there are there are some notes. homeschool freaks <laughs> okay i'll give you that it's not it's not like an easy generalization to say people don't learn because they're in homeschool or they learn a lot because they're in homeschool mm-hmm. or you know in an institution it's kind of i think to me it's important one is obviously discipline which is hard in either institution mm-hmm. but also fostering this attitude in children of being open to learning and finding something interesting mm-hmm. in whatever you're learning even if the topic itself is not inherently interesting and i actually think it would be so it's it being a teacher is such a hard job even mm. being a parent 
is being a teacher right mm-hmm. but then actually formally mixing the two by homeschooling just seems like you know mom 2.0 to me. like that's <laughs> ultimate you know parent or you know dedication uh my mom has gotten this a lot mm-hmm. about um people saying also that oh you must be really organized or yeah. you must be really you must be really smart you must love your kids a lot you yeah. know stuff like that and all of those are true hmm. but i think this didn't start off with her knowing where it's going to end yeah. it started off with her being really convicted and really like emphatically believing hmm. in the idea of us having like a, a nice childhood yeah. or us having us not being subject to like suicidal thoughts because of yeah. education yeah. and that's not to say that every child will commit suicide who then yeah. goes through school but she did it was it I, what i'm trying to say is it just started off with her being really passionate about something yeah. it didn't yeah. start off with her knowing where it's going to end up yeah and she took a leap of, she literally took a leap of faith mm-hmm. and it worked out yeah so i think thanks to that leap that. of faith <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yeah so um, that is pretty much what we had to discuss today thank you reena for um, joining us thank and, you for uh, having us know um is there anything that you would like to plug maybe your social media or uh, anything like that oh uh way in the future i do plan to write a book about this pre-order reena pre-order <laughs> <laughs> at least mentally yeah um but yeah you can follow me at looking to a ray on instagram mm-hmm. um i was thinking of changing my username actually but just like reena lele you know somewhere yeah, you'll yeah. find me her name's going to be in the title so just look it up if you want to follow her yes okay thank you yeah that's pretty much it um see you guys in the next episode bye